Hello, I am Chuck Landington welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. I didn't have time to write a witty intro this week because I spent every waking moment thinking about Breaking Bad. Speaking of which, is it on yet? Let's get this over with already. Here's the whatever. Wow, Chuck is a little distracted. He wants to know what's going on on Breaking Bad this week. I think we're all distracted. I'm not distracted. I'm ready for showtime, baby. Woo! What? <laughs> You're right. Had a little, uh, so had a little Ric Flair in me Rob, right there. Rob was uh, web surfing on Persian Kitchen mm. earlier before really? the show. Yeah, that's right. A little Persian stew after. As soon as I get home, I'm going to have some Persian stew. So <laughs> Is he okay with you doing that? <laughs> Stu's a nice guy. Yeah, all right. But, uh, uh, do n- stay away from me tomorrow because I'm going to be... What goes into Persian stew? <laughs> I mean, he's not here to speak for himself. So. Meat, a lot of meat. Mm. Uh, thick <laughs> meat. Uh, garlic, onions, uh, tomato paste, uh, green beans, potatoes, kidney beans. Oh, man. Uh, and, beans? Then, and then some fried eggplant for, for flavor. Mm. It sounds like all of that is for flavor. And then, uh, you know, like That seems pepper. like a lot of work, an awful lot of work. That's really nothing. You just throw it in the stew. But you, you have to fry the eggplant. Yeah, that takes two seconds. You just get, get it a little oily. Get a fried little eggplant oily. was your nickname in high school, wasn't it? No. Because <laughs> I'm dark on the outside, white on the inside? Is that? Sure. There you go. All right. Are you not that dark on the outside? I can get a tan. <laughs> So All right, can, it's so can every white person. <laughs> That's true, and Rob, except Sean. Well, so he just evaporates. <laughs> I think that's why he's not on the show anymore. He that's went correct. to the beach. <laughs> uh, we have a fantastic show today. Uh, Simply fantastic. Don't get ahead of yourself. And rape. <laughs> uh, Luke Lemay from Gorguts will be calling into the show yeah. shortly. Does he know about the live cast? Does he know like what he, what he's calling? He knows he's calling our live podcast, the Metal Injection Livecast. Are you saying he doesn't know the like you know what we do here? I'm not sure if he's listened. Like, before. is he going to think it's like like the fix, like that type of podcast? Yeah, probably. Like, he's not going to be picking his favorite music videos, so no, I don't. I think believe, he and I believe thing. he would call it Lay Fix, right? <laughs> oh, because he's from Canada. Yeah, you should start every question with the Lay. Oh, no, you shouldn't. How you about really we uh, uh, treat the man with some respect? How about you start every question with eating some Lay's? Num, num, num. <laughs> what? Lay's are disgusting. What? They're gross. They're, they're so my nasty. least. No, I can't. They're my least it. favorite of the potato chip brands. Especially the baked ones. No, baked no, ones the are baked terrible. Ones. The wavy are okay, but the regular Lay's are awesome with a little sandwich. Uh, I don't like them. Mm. I don't like I don't like them. I like them. They don't even mm. taste like potato to me. They taste like potato-like substance. That's very oh, odd taste. All right. I, yeah. I, I love don't know. Captain Funyuns over here, all of a sudden criticizing. Uh, what's, what's wrong? Yeah. What's wrong with Funyuns? They don't taste There's like onions. Nothing. They taste okay. like onion like. tastes like paper. Yeah. I, I, that's what I like about it. Like onion flavored paper. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Sid, you're, you're under a lot of pressure today because what? they want to know how many. Joe Franklin actually want in the chat. <laughs> oh, well. Wants to know how many French Canadian references you'll squeeze into I this see. I, we were talking about this before the show started, and I was like, I don't really know much about hockey, so we're going to have to rely on Darren <laughs> for I'll, the hockey I'll, references. I'll, I'll, I'll put some stuff. All in. I've got is poutine. Poutine and Celine Dion. Do you have poutine for us? I wish. Uh, I wish I actually had. The kitchen's poutine. that way, Sid. Oh. Do we have cheese yeah, curds poutine. and the supermarkets down the block? No, Sid, they probably don't have. They cheese probably curds. have ready-made poutine. You don't even yeah, have to cook. True. You don't have to oh. make it. You have Guy Lafleur. You can ask. About, <laughs> I about can't that pronounce guy. it as silkily as you. <laughs> Who is that? It's He's a hockey player. An ex-hockey player. 
Pierre no, Trudeau. Also, also known as the flower. Yeah, well. So is hockey a French thing? Well, it's a Canadian thing more than it's an American thing. Yeah, it's a Canadian thing where people who speak French happen to live in great numbers. Mm. <clears throat> He's from French Canada, so we could say something about how he seceded from the rest of his band <laughs> and has a new <laughs> band now. Here's a True. comment by Sid's dying hopes in everything. <laughs> oh, as if I had hopes to begin with. Come on. <laughs> he says, uh, how about Sid and Darren during the interview act like the guys from Strange Brew? <laughs> That's not French Canada. And I also, I don't even know if I've seen that movie in its entirety. Or if I have, it was probably yeah. like 15 years ago. Mm. I so call, call him a hoser. <laughs> like, that is there a, that, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. A? Yeah. But Rob, just say A after yeah. every. That's better than no. I will treat the man with. He's a metal injection junkie. That, that will make him twice as annoyed because that's not French Canadian right. stereotypes. So they hate each yeah. other. Yeah. They hate regular Canadians. Yeah. Regular. They're both regular Canadians, I guess. English speaking <laughs> Canadians. Yeah. The whiteies. Yeah. That's the racial uh, tension in Canada. And also, I think with like the natives, like native, I was about to say Native Americans, but yeah. Native Canadians. Yeah. There's a, the, I don't know what their right? term for them is there. Uh, Aborigines. <laughs> yeah, it's something know. like that. I don't remember exactly, but I think there's also like strife between those folks and the white folks. Well, if you're Canadian, you can tell us about the racial tension. Yeah. Rob, what's the number? 646-929-1357. All right. Now without your voice cracking. 646-929-1357. Rob just went through puberty before our eyes. Finally. Now you could finally start growing hair on your body. I'm very excited. Growing hair I on your hair. I need to meet. Uh, so let's I talk. Would gl- gladly fuck myself. Okay, sorry. Oh. Let, let's talk about uh, one of the big stories of the week, which is Iron Maiden frontman Bruce Dickinson denies making or investing in drones for the U.S. military. What? Apparently, some story surfaced, uh-huh. uh, or like uh, this this website, Conference Speakers International said that they're very excited to be working with uh, his aviator company for like a $500 million contract okay. uh, to invest in making drones for the U.S. Uh, military. First of all, why does he have an aviator company? That's already ridiculous. Well, he's a, that, he's a, he's a pilot. Yeah. I know that's he is. A, that's his day so He has a company, an aviation company. Yeah. Listen, who in he, this he, room would get into a plane flown by Bruce Dickinson? I would not. I would. I would, just for the experience. I, you'd be your last experience. Be like, Scream hey. for me, airplane! <laughs> he hasn't yeah. crashed yet. How do yeah. you know? He yeah. he's so badass. He crashed like five planes and survived. No, well, he's an active pilot. I know. <laughs> I remember. I saw that that stupid uh, uh, movie. Isn't that, that how Frank Godla learned how to fly? He got lessons from Bruce Dickinson. You have my hair. Rob's pulling hair out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> is that <laughs> Stu's? Is that Persian Stu's hair in your mouth? <laughs> is that Persian head hair? Are we sure that's head hair? That's Noah's hair. It was like it matches <laughs> her hair color. Why is it on your chin? <laughs> I don't know. Was it on the microphone? I don't know. But it's funny to see it glistening yeah. in the. I always like, want to talk about your cock. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean hair. Uh, cock hair. Maybe oh, that was just oh. one of Rob's pubes. That's for my Merkin, long. my yeah. new Merkin. He's that been I growing bought. that one, unfortunately. It <laughs> left us and di- and dying it. He uses it as a cock ring. He wraps it around the base of his Ew. dick. Ew. T- cuts off blood flow. Uh. <laughs> Rob's thinking about it. He's like, that's not a bad idea. <clears throat> cock rings serve their purpose. You just use a rubber band. 
You want one of my hair ties? No. By the way, this shows you exactly how much nobody cares about Bruce Dickinson's <laughs> stupid plane story. <laughs> so we got it. We went right into it. Launched right into Noah's cockering hair story. Hey, look, I'm trying to include a little more metal <laughs> for for newer listeners who. Uh, uh, it's just, not even just, about metal. It's like uh, well, the drones are made of metal. Yeah. That's yeah. True. And, Bruce and so is Bruce Dickinson's hip and pace. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He seems like one of the most healthy older generation yeah. of How metal. Is he? Is he in late fifties, early sixties. Oh, yeah, look it looks 60. more and more like Roddy Piper as he gets I older. I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> I could totally see that. <clears throat> How old is he? He Walter is Cocker. fifty-five. Only. Oh wow, oh, that's yeah. it. Oh yeah, that, that is younger than I thought he would be. Maybe that's like, you know, how those divas in Hollywood say they're younger. Maybe yeah. he's lying, too. Bruce Dickinson is an honest man. He would never lie. I think they take off three years every time you walk away from a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's, there was no plane crash. He's really 70. Here's a reference that three people will pick up. He's like Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable. Ah! Not the opposite. The no, guy. he's Bruce, yeah, Willis. Bruce Willis. There you go. Samuel uh, Jackson was that. the breakable. He was Mr. Yes, Glass. That's right. Yeah. That's a great movie. Is it? I love that. Uh, that's the only movie that I really think is a great movie by M. Night Shyamalan. Malian. Really? You like that better than The Sixth Sense? I like it much better than The And I didn't like The Sixth Sense. That, that movie, much. I thought, Unbreakable, I thought would have been a much better TV show. Like a serialized. Definitely could than have been. Than a movie. That. I, yeah, I, I could see that happening. But the... Um, not, not now. But yeah, <laughs> at well. the time. But I thought Sixth Sense is one of the most overrated movies really? ever. It's like, he just chews up the scenery, that kid. He's awful. I liked it. I mean, it's a good story. Bruce yeah. Willis is good. And it's not a terrible movie. But I mean, it's just the way people <laughs> raved and raved about it. I thought it yeah. was not deserving of that. Well, it yeah. spawned the rest of his career. Yeah. So. Well, that's another bad thing it yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> And then that was signs. That was that was that's oh, the last that one. Terrible. I haven't seen any since then because that I was have. So awful. I have. Did they just I get would, worse I'm, and worse? I'm and a worse? masochist. Apparently. Well, none of them. I wouldn't say they got worse and worse because none of them were worse than signs. Okay. That's the worst movie ever made. Yeah, that one. Like the trailer had all the good parts, and yeah. then you were just disappointed. Yeah, and the village was the next one he did after that. Oh yeah, and that was the one where you could see the twist about one minute into the movie. <laughs> right. I didn't even see that one, but I know. <laughs> Like it's just, what? yeah, they're all like living in an Amish village or whatever. It's like 18-something and 17-something. And uh, and just different st- stupid, boring things happen. They don't let you leave the village. And it turned out the village is like in the middle of the 21st century. It's just on yeah, a street yeah. somewhere, but they can't leave, you know. And people keep getting kidnapped or something, but they're just being kidnapped into like regular society. Yeah, they don't they're come back. Rescued. They figure yeah. out that they're living in the real world and they yeah. want cars and air conditioning so they leave yeah <laughs> they, th- they think sort there's like, a monster sort of like the people in the movie theater when they were watching it. they're like wait <laughs> we can just leave we don't have to see the rest of this let's there's go a, there's a real world outside this movie yeah, that was bad. The last Airbender was horrible. Oh God, you oh, saw that? Yeah, I, I was kind of like not forced, but I showed up late for an advanced screening of uh, what was that? Scott Pilgrim. Oh, I, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I missed it, and they were that's like, "That's a really good movie." And they were like, "Ah." Uh, no, sorry, the theater's full, but you're here, so you can just walk into any theater. <laughs> and it was the only movie so why don't you just that was just that was on. I I didn't even know what it. Was. I was like, whatever. This is the only one which that's theater? just starting. Which theater? Uh, was this was in Times Square. It wasn't the Kent, right? No, no. no. <laughs> Sheepshed Bay Theater. Sheepshed. 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 Now I had a few uh, uh, whiskeys before we started. <laughs> a kid that I went to elementary school with actually pronounced it that way. And the only I other used to call it Sheepshed. Bay. Yeah. I couldn't pronounce it until like I realized. Just say sheep's head. Yeah, because that's, sheep's what, it that's what it is. Yeah. Very good. 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm, a big, I'm actually a fan of that anime that that was based on. Yeah, I, well, I knew it would be horrible, and I had to see how bad it was. Here's the thing about it: like the the mythos about it. Like I was like, oh, this is like a cool premise. Because again, I went into this knowing nothing about. It's a very it. cool premise. You and go into most things knowing nothing. Though, so that's, <laughs> that's it's typical, really Rob. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, it's so cool. But then as the movie progressed, I'm like, this is uh, so bad. Like this is this is so cheesy. This is terrible. And then as soon as the movie ends, you know, directed by, I'm like, oh, oh, it makes sense. Now you know. Oh, there was something else I but watched. But I actually that. ended up going and watching some of the anime, and yeah, it's, it's really good. it's good. But I, I I wish it like progressed faster. Like yeah, you have to yeah, you have to invest story. some time in it. Yeah, it's like the Wire of anime. <laughs> it's much no, it's much more lengthy than the Wire. Oh my God. Yeah. A zillion episodes. Oh. But, um, and they also kill Stringer Bell <laughs> somehow. Poor well, bastard. Spoiler alert. Man. What was the one that he just did that I didn't know this? That he, I'm pretty on top of movies. And I, didn't, I think they really kept it quiet that he directed it. Oh, the Tom Cruise movie. The That's one. not the one I'm thinking of. The After Earth with Will Smith. Oh, After Earth. He directed Earth. that? That's the yep. one. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. And they didn't make a big deal well, about that. Well, that was a huge it. failure of a movie, wasn't it? That's well, the one yeah. with him and his kid? Yeah, I should hope kid. so yeah, because exactly. it's a terrible fucking movie. Good. Uh, but again, they know now that people will just not go see a fucking movie if he directed it. So then, why so do like, they why just why let him yeah. direct? I don't know. I guess stop. he had a contract that he had. Well, I, guess, well, I feel with that, I feel it's probably Will Smith probably believed in it, and he was just like, "Oh, uh, my name can sell this movie." He's such but a bad actor. But Will Smith actor. is now just completely out of touch. Will Smith is such a bad actor. Yeah. I don't. He's he funny really when he played himself. Guy. When he played himself on a TV show, he was fantastic. When he tries to be a serious actor, he's that just fucking terrible. What was that, terrible. Six Degrees of Separation? Like, the first thing he did? Yeah. That was good. And I, 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 really, got him, like, I didn't see gave it. him, like, dramatic praise for that and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then he just cashed in instead. I mean, you know, he he hasn't... I can't remember when he did a good movie. What's his last good movie? That one? Six Degrees the of Separation? The First Men in Black? I mean, yeah, he's kind, to kind of playing himself in that, too, yeah. though. You know, he's playing yeah. the Fresh Prince. In that movie, that's his. That's his only. Yeah. The only character the, he could play. He last, plays himself in Hitch. Also, the, oh god, the last Will Smith movie I saw was um, what was that? I Am Legend. Yeah, me. Oh, that was terrible. The oh, super, I hated what was the that superhero movie. one where he was. Hancock. Oh, Han- yeah. I didn't mind Hancock. I have yeah, to say, that was a pretty bad. decent movie. That wasn't bad, in spite of him yeah, playing Will he Smith. He eats up the scenery, but like it kind of helps that movie to yeah. work. In a way. Speaking of Hitch, though, and this is weird, during last week's Monday Night Football game between oh, the Redskins Jesus. and the Eagles, before the game, the sideline reporter asked uh, Robert Griffin III, the quarterback of the Redskins, how he felt. Mm-hmm. And he you said, mean. I feel like Will Smith and Hitch. Then he paused, and I'm like, is he kidding? Was there a no, punchline? He's like, in the scene where he's talking to Eva Mendez, and he doesn't know what to say. He can't express the words. Uh, like, that's like, a go-to oh, reference. That's so. your reference for how you feel <laughs> to start the season. You feel Maybe like Will Smith and Hitch. I feel like Bobcat Goldthwait and Shakes the Clown. Yeah. Everyone can relate to that, right? I was like, all right, now I know why. I always didn't like him, and now it, finally there's a reason for me to hate him. Because he references Will Smith in Hitch. Maybe Will Smith paid him. That would make, to make sense. Make a reference to him. Oh, ridiculous! You guys want to know that scene in the uh, Fast Five? Uh, <laughs> when Vin I, I, is- I felt like Johnny Knoxville in Jackass Two. <laughs> when he was about to get kicked in the nuts fifty yeah. times over, and he knew it, and he just yeah. had to accept it. Like that's how I feel right now. Just when he flies out of the shopping <laughs> cart. <laughs> Everyone knows All those reference. make more sense than the, the reference he actually went with. Itch. 
Just expecting a national audience to know anything about Hitch other than Will Smith is in it. Maybe. Well, to relate it to our metal audience, Hitch features the husband of the front woman of Wicked Wisdom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith. That reference is even less, more obscure than Will Smith. I felt like Hitch. Jada Pinkett Smith on OzFest no. when Wicked Wisdom was me, playing and all the racist let, white people. Let there me really Slayer. speak to our audience and make them understand what this movie is. It features the guy from Paul Blart Mall, Mall Cop. <laughs> now you know what it is. There you go. You're welcome. Ke- Kevin James. <laughs> yeah. The famous French actor. Can we Kevin hear some James. Wicked Wisdom? I just oh, love them God. so much. Let me let me get some. They're so great. Yeah. I got some here. <laughs> this is not a joke. This is really. Oh damn it! Really Wicked Wisdom. I was getting excited for Tickle Tickle My Pussy. Hmm. There it is. Isn't this like Seven Dust, basically? Or something. This is this oh, show. Like, uh, coal chamber. This coal, t- coal chamber. They changed their uh, name. It used to be Will Smith's wife's band. Yeah. <laughs> and then they went with Wicked Wisdom. Joe Franklin made a good point. He says Jaru and Metallica is better than Wicked Wisdom. Do you agree with that? I think no. it's better. I, I saw them in Oswest. I remember, and I was just like, "What are you doing?" Huh. The Making only money. perk of seeing them at Ozfest was when we got to meet Will Smith. Yeah, that was the only. I was like, oh well, at least Will Smith went on tour there, and we got to say and hello to him. We got pictures with him. Yeah, well, I remember that picture. That was a cool picture. Yeah, I can't. You know what it is? And I, I know. And I, Sid, I hate Will Smith's acting. I feel like he's a pretty cool guy. Like I see him. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. like, I still can't. In spite of his terrible I, acting, I, I loved him as an actor, but he, he, I soured on him. Like Independence Day was great. I've and still then, never like, seen that. Men in Black was was really fun. And then eventually, it's just like, oh, every movie, yeah. he's just the same. Okay, we get it. Oh, let me turn this crap off. Hold on. Thank you. Okay, so now it's gonna be stuck in our. <laughs> it was just in the background. I forgot about it for a second. Oh. uh... <laughs> By the way, there's a, before you say that, there's a, a really funny video on the internet that rips the shit out of Will Smith for being a plagiarist because there was like some some short uh, some short film in the 80s or something where a guy goes to, a black guy goes to an interview in Harvard or something and he solves a Rubik's cube really fast and he gets the job and that's like you know, a, a, not a well-known movie, and Will Smith did that on the Fresh Prince. Like he goes into the, he stole that on the Fresh Prince, solves a Rubik's cube. He was and, a writer on the Fresh then, Prince. Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he controlled. Oh, he was like a an executive producer or whatever. Jeez. And then he used it again. He used it in the Pursuit of Happiness. He goes, he goes in a cab and oh. solves a Rubik's cube, and gets a job somehow. So like he stole the same thing him. twice. <laughs> Well, the second time he was stealing from himself, probably more. <laughs> he than, forgot yeah. that he stole it the first time. But he supposedly can do Rubik's cubes really fast. That's huh. his. Uh, he's been on like TV shows doing it or whatever. Jazzy Jeff is really good at Connect Four. <laughs> That's his talent. <clears throat> well, uh, oh, I really quickly want. I started following Chris Jericho on Instagram, uh-huh. and he did a, a quick video message promoting the tour. And I just wanted mm. to play this audio. All so, right, I'm here at the airport, ready to head to JFK. The opening night of the Sacrifice and Sin tour tonight in Long Island at the Emporium. Come down and rock Food with Emporium? us and hear some sandpaper. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. It's not even He's him that says sandpaper in the song, is it? It's fucking W Shadows or whatever. <laughs> Moisha. Moisha. Moisha Shadows. Shadows. Yes, I forgot his name. 
By the way, how did everyone spend their Yom Kippur? Uh, just, just <laughs> fine. Was that Friday night? Friday night, Saturday day. Um, did you, you actually uh, fast? No, Sid? no. Ah! I'm trying to think what I had for dinner. I had Thus a big burrito from Chipotle. Did you have sandpaper, Sid? No. <laughs> I don't remember what I had. I think we had Thai food. Yeah, Thai food. So yeah. technically, I, I, it was tofu. I didn't have mix like meat and cheese. You're still not supposed to eat. You're supposed to. Uh, so uh, during halfway. during Saturday afternoon, which is still Yom Kippur technically, says I, you. I had shrimp. Mm. I had bacon. Mm. <laughs> bacon wrapped shrimp. And I any, had roast pork. Any so. mixing de- meat and dairy? That would be the mm. trifecta. Cheese? I guess, I, I, guess I was drinking coffee with milk, so then yes. There you go. Good for you. I had a Roy Rogers uh, cheeseburger. Did it taste like. <laughs> that was really good. I love Roy Rogers. Only oh, one you left. Finally want. And uh, yeah, well, it's because my, my girlfriend was doing Fashion Week, and she's like swamped for the whole week because uh, of the nature of what her job is. So when she gets off uh, from work from that week, we just go and celebrate. So we went to Roy Rogers, and then we got on the train, and I got a blowjob in Prospect Park. What? what? That's not true. You're allowed to talk about this on yes. the show. I this asked her. Pre-approval. I asked her. She actually asked me if I was going to. Did tell you get a waiver? It. Did she sign uh, a waiver? No, it's not illegal. Wait thing. a minute. So yeah. this is the first time someone got a blowjob from Prospect in Prospect Park, and it wasn't from another dude. <laughs> Congratulations. What? Thank you. So you got Roy Rogers. People, there's got Roy Rogers fucking in the bushes in Prospect. And Park. we went to see a movie. What movie? And before uh, uh, Kick Ass Two, oh, and before it was really good. Okay. Like, not as good as one though. Okay. And um, before the theater, I was like joking around. You should give me a blowjob in the theater. And she's like, okay, sure. And I was like, wait, really? But we should do it when we go to a <laughs> shitty movie, not tonight, because I actually kind of want to concentrate. <laughs> it's like, okay. So she says, uh, we get out of the theater, and we completely forgot about it. We we're going to go to another theater and do it. But then she's like, oh, there's a, a public toilet on 32nd Street, you know, <laughs> oh, and Broadway. No, no, so no. So I was no, like, no, 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 that, no, you know me, you know, I, mean, I can't, I wouldn't, it would take me out of the, yeah, with the germs and stuff. Out of the thing, yeah. Yeah, it was just, Someone with way less OCD than you would also be disgusted, like that, <laughs> I don't even think, that. come on, that's like having sex in the bathroom at CB's or something. It's, uh, it's, yeah. No. So I actually went, tried to go to a uh, McDonald's bathroom, oh, which was very, very clean. It was very oh, okay. clean, but like I was paranoid of the person coming in and unlocking it, mm. so uh, it just it wasn't working. So we just went, we got on the train, went to Prospect Park, walked deep in the park, and uh, against the tree. Ooh! Oh, and, uh, ah. boom, Were boom, you boom. standing? Standing, yeah. Were there like ants crawling on your butt? I didn't. I wasn't. My butt was never touching <laughs> the ground. <laughs> it was my back against the tree, and her squatting down. And your pants were on. Like pulled my pants were pulled down like sort of knee level, and my underwear pulled down to ball level. And did anybody walk by at any point? Never. Now we were very deep in the park. Hand on the back of the head. Uh, several different uh, <laughs> configurations <laughs> happened. Yes. Wow, that's a great story. How long did it take? Uh, I lost track of time. Maybe ten, fifteen. Oh minutes, wow! Did nice. you return the service in any yeah, way? Well, yes. I finger popped her in the park. No sex there because it was just. Logistically, well, it's, it's different for girls because we feel like you know, like she, yeah, like I, you should have I, yeah, just gotten her in like a in like a power bomb position, 
<laughs> where her, her face was just yeah, her exactly. crotch was just in your face. Oh, you I mean, pile driver position. No, like when you're about to do oh, when you're sitting a power up. bomb. Yeah, like like the last ride. Like I'm pretty out of shape, man. I don't <laughs> think I could pull that off. Wasn't there a branch or something? She could <laughs> do a little pull up. I need to lose about thirty pounds before I start power bombing anybody. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> They're saying Grand Prosper Park. Come on down and get a blowjob at the Grand Prosper Park. <laughs> oh, then Rob, Rob walked by with a joint, and Darren and his girl both got arrested. <laughs> That's a good comment. I, I like, stole Rob's move by fingering her in public. I was just going to say, you're welcome for that <laughs> slick move, Darren. Uh, all right. Well, we need to get Luke from Gorgut's. On the line. Oh, really? I have another story, by the way. That's not sexual. Ooh, we'll we wait for that yeah. till the end. That'll All be right, a look. teaser. <laughs> Darren's teasing us. Add him in right now to the call. <laughs> um, Hello? Oh. Hey, Luke. Hey, Rob. How's it going? Good. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, great. <laughs> great talking to you, too. Thank you for taking some time. You're on the air with the Metal Injection Livecast. If anybody cool. listening right now has a question for Luke... <laughs> You can give us a call, 646-929-1357. Luke, where are you calling us from right now? Uh, I'm home. And where do you call home? Where's that? Excuse me? Where Where in the world? It's in... <laughs> you want the GPS numbers? Or, yes, uh, ideally. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm in uh, Richmond, uh, Quebec, uh, Canada. Oh, okay. What is yeah. it? Is it... Uh, fall time is it autumn there now what's what's the weather like uh trees are slowly slowly changing but uh okay. it'll be more obvious in uh, in a week or two but uh weather cooled uh, all the way down so it's uh way more enjoyable than those fucking uh you know what i'm saying um July, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what is the degree scale in Fahrenheit, but I mean, uh, it's too you know hot, what I'm saying? You're saying. Too, too hot anyway to be enjoyable. <laughs> right. You prefer, you prefer the cold. Uh, yeah, I like. I love fall. Yeah, I I love, fall is my favorite season. Yeah. Gotcha. And yeah. you guys just did a short tour, right? You you come yep. back from a tour. Yeah. What was it like heading back, playing some new songs after just releasing your new album, Colored Sounds? Oh, man, it was so amazing. And uh, like I was saying to uh, to uh, the boys, you know, Colin, Kevin, and Pat, uh, it's, uh, how can I say that? It's the first time in many, 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 many years that I'm feeling like a Gorguts set uh, is a is a different thing live to perform in in, in the sense that uh, uh, the new music has way more dynamics and stuff like that. So it's a different focus, you know. Not that it's uh, no big deal to play before. My point is, is that okay be, uh, with the with the older material, it's like guitars are loud. I mean, and, and the drums is the drums are loud, and it's just a matter of we're, us being tight and you know and play everything well. But now it's a matter of <laughs> Yeah, playing right all together, but you got all this dynamic uh, dimension in the music, which is so much fun to play live. You know, you got to yeah. control like all the clean guitar here. You know, you got to blend with the bass here. You know, and uh, it's 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 so much fun, so much fun. That's yeah, and uh, I noticed there's a lot more uh, progressive elements to the new. Yeah music and Noah was getting excited because we saw oh boy, online that, was... that you, you've been listening to Porcupine Tree which is one of her favorite bands right? which is what? one of Noah's favorite bands <laughs> is that accurate Noah? am I lying? Uh, I really like Stephen Wilson oh, okay. I appreciate yeah. his work 
uh, he's, uh, he's, he's an amazing artist. I was lucky enough to meet him in Montreal when they toured for uh, the incident, you know, and, uh, and he, uh, yeah, super nice. I mean, he was uh, kind enough. I'm, I'm sure, I mean, everybody's after him or anything and everything. But anyway, I was lucky enough, you know, to share. Yeah, we had a very nice conversation in the afternoon, you know, talking about music and everything. But uh, yes, uh, I discovered uh, his work uh, kind of late, actually, because uh, I'm going back in his, in his uh, discography slowly, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, the first record I heard was Dead Wing which mm -hmm. I really loved but uh, the incident was a major major uh, major uh, how can I say that I haven't felt like that in a long time listening to a record you know and say oh this is like a um, really inventive uh, yeah and uh, it made me it made me uh, pay a different attention uh, through details while writing new music you know not that I'd never paid attention for dynamics in my music before mm -hmm. but this time around it was way different you know and uh, even Hope F music you know I started listening to them maybe at Watershed Watershed was like the first Opeth record I got and then I went back to uh, Blackwater Park and Ghost Reveries and everything and that was a uh, that was a big influence on me as well you know and same thing when we played uh, Heavy Montreal uh, two two years ago uh, I got to meet uh, Michael you know cool. and uh, well Michael um, always cites Stephen as one of his major influences so that's cool hmm. that you got to kind of hear it from both sides yeah yeah and uh, I mean he, he I feel the same way with him, you know, he's such an amazing composer, guitar player, vocalist, you know, and uh, I was, uh, and I brought, uh, I had brought a From Wisdom to Hate record for him, and he said, oh, no, it's fine, you can keep it, I already have it in my cool. collection, so I was really flattered. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, okay, if you want to talk to Luke, you can give us a call, 646-929-1357. Sid has a question for you, Luke. Um, what do you like more, porcupine tree or a good plate of poutine? You have Not to pick that one. Porcupine Tree's music is cheesy. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh, actually, both. You know, poutine while listening to Porcupine mm. Tree. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Oh. <laughs> did you life. Did you guys ever experience poutine? Oh yes, of course. Yes. Yeah. So it's very uh, good. That, More. That, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> We've never actually had it in Quebec, though. Oh no! Where was that? We've only had it in in New York. Yeah. So we don't. We've never actually had the original. It's probably like eating pizza out in New York. Yeah. It's not the same. You, you, yeah. you, you, want, you want a little scoop here? You know, my mom used to own a restaurant. You know, by the by the like a country road or something for over twenty something years. And as a teenager, I remember when when we just got back from recording uh, "Consider Dead" back in the early nineties. I was still hitchhiking and going to my mom's restaurant like two, three, four days a week, cooking poutine for people oh, wow. on lunchtime. So there you go. So I know what I'm talking about. When, You're uh, a poutine expert. So when, <laughs> when you're on tour, do you cook it for the rest of the band? <laughs> no, but it happened on... Uh, uh, it, it didn't happen uh, lately, but I remember on the earliest tour, you know, let's say when we were driving by the restaurant or something, so we would stop by and I would cook for all my bandmates, you know, nice. a couple oh, burgers wow. and a couple poutine and, and everything. Too bad I didn't know you back then. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I think this is a great marketing idea. After you guys play the show, you can just be like, hey, everyone, see me by the merch booth. Uh, I'll be shaking your hand. And hey, 
have one of my world famous cups of poutine or exactly or Gorting or something. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I, I think this is a great market. You don't have to give us any royalties or anything. You can have this idea. <laughs> yeah, just right. give us free poutine. Yeah, just yeah. give us free poutine at the New York shows. That's all. Seventy percent of this podcast is talking about food, so I mean, yeah. we are genuinely fascinated in yeah. this topic. Poutine injection. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We have a caller right now. Uh, Eight oh one. You're on the air with Luke from Gorguts. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, it's Eggers from Utah. Hey, Eggers. What's your question? Hey, I was going to ask Luke, uh, did you get the inspiration of Colored Sands when you saw the infomercial of that Aqua Sand shit? You know that shit never gets wet. <laughs> Not I don't really. know that one. No. no. I didn't what? get the reference. I don't get Aqua. What's Aqua Sand? <laughs> no, the inspiration. Uh, Excuse me? Oh, no, go ahead. No, go no, ahead. No. Go ahead, Luke. No, we, I was going to say the now. inspiration for this record actually uh, came to me because one day uh, my girlfriend coming home, she just visited a friend and uh, this friend had a little boy or a little girl or something. And she, uh, and that child offered to my girlfriend uh, a mandala from a coloring book. And uh, she said, yeah, I went to visit my friend and blah, blah, blah. And uh, her children, uh, child uh, gave me uh, a mandala from a coloring book. And I said, a mandala? What, what, what is a mandala? And, and my mind just, you know, uh, stick to the word. And that's how the whole, that's where the whole concept for the, the last Gorkots record was born. From a coloring book uh, offering. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, and it really got my curiosity, you know, and I start reading on those, uh, you know, sand drawing and everything and I said wow I uh, gotta write the, that's what that's where the the new Gorguts topic are are gonna start with so that's how it was born cool and uh, you've had a lot before Colored Sands came out you had a lot of downtime uh, what, what were you doing in the interim when Gorguts was inactive uh, woodworking I started woodworking maybe in 2000 uh, 2002 uh, I, I turned uh, 30 years old in uh, 2002, to, uh, 2001. Anyway, and uh, I've been interested in, uh, in carving for, uh, for a while. And uh, as a birthday gift, I got a set of uh, carving chisels. And then I started uh, carving. And uh, for some reason, in town, they opened a program that all the businesses needed. They were obligated to have wooden signs. So what I did, I just went to see uh, business you know and I offered my services and that's how I started the woodworking business so I started and I carved like the whole main street myself <laughs> and oh, wow. uh, you know doing those uh, like you see in New England you know wooden yeah. sign with gold leaf and everything so that's how I started and I ended up uh, 10 years later you know having uh, like uh, over a thousand square foot uh, workshop you know building kitchens and custom furniture for people wow Yep. Uh, you, have you considered making like a, a wood set design for Gorguts when you guys go out on tour? <laughs> a giant wooden Gorguts logo or, or something that burns every night? Yeah. Actually, uh, a fan wrote me uh, many years ago and he wanted me to carve him uh, a Gorguts logo in wood, actually, which never happened, but for some reason, you know, always being too busy or whatever. But right. uh, no, but I love uh, working wood. But now with the new record on a, you know, starting. Uh, playing shows again and everything i decided to put the the workshop on standby because it's too it's too much you know you get spread so thin you know trying to catch up with the contracts and taking care of the band and rehearsing and i and i really want to focus on writing music again so i'm going to put the the woodworking on the 
on standby for now. And uh, you know, I can I can always build tables and whatever uh, furniture when I'm right. in my fifties. You know, no yeah. problem. Yeah, I'm gonna need a desk soon. So we once need a new you, podcast table. Yeah, this one's about what, to fall apart. Yeah. Once you once you wrap it up with Gorguts, I'll have some work for you. Definitely. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, we have another caller on the line five six two. You're on the air with Luke. By the way, the number to dial six four six nine two nine one three five seven five six two. What's your name and where are you from? Alex from California. I called a few weeks ago. Cool, Hello, Luke. I wanted to ask Luke if he has if he enjoys watching professional chainsaw carving competitions like where they make a Mona Lisa into a log or a grizzly bear or something. Actually, uh, I haven't watched those things uh, many times. You know, I've seen them before. Actually, in magazine, not in television. Uh, but uh, amazingly, uh, they are they are pretty. Uh, I'm I'm sorry I'm searching the word here. They are very uh, skilled, you know, to 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 to, yeah. to 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 have like those fine detail, you know, with a with a, with a with a with a with a chainsaw which is almost a weapon or something, you know. I um I used the I used the chainsaw blade to uh when I worked in the workshop once, but uh, I closely hurt myself really 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 bad for some reason, you know. I had I was carving a a bench and uh, I had this chainsaw blade, you know, on my grinder and for some reason it kicked and the blade just got stuck into my shirt, but I could barely got all the whole stomach open with the chainsaw blade, you oh know. So God. it was re So for some reason I don't know why the next day I was at the shoemaker place and I got like a big, 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 uh, very thick uh, leather apron made. That's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking great story. Yeah. Fuck, that was pretty gory. <laughs> Close to gory. Yeah. <laughs> Guts on the work uh, wor- workshop floor. <laughs> That's right. Well, Luke, Luke is a tough guy. Uh, I don't know... If, if I'm the only one that feels way, but you have the firmest handshake <laughs> I have I have ever uh, experienced in the music industry, and a lot of other people. Uh, I met Luke in person when Gorgots opened for Death to All mm-hmm. in New York City, and I met you. And your handshake is insane. <laughs> do what kind of what kind of wrist workouts? Well, he works do you with do? wood. I mean, oh, that's I like see. That. Really hard that's, that's that's all in the gouge, my friend. Get, <laughs> get yourself a gouge, and you'll get a firm handshake. All right, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, Luke, thank you so much for taking some time and hanging out with us here on the live cast. Yeah, you're a very well-rounded uh, musician. A lot of the people that call us are just real shallow and boring. That was a ton of, <laughs> yeah. a ton of great story. You're like a jack-of-all-trades. That was very interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I really, uh, I totally enjoy uh, your site. You know, I go there, you know, pretty much every day. You know, to check out the news, and I always enjoy the videos, and I like the formula. Actually, I really like, you know, when I asked you to uh, Rob, when I asked you to send me that uh, that picture, you know, that we took uh, together in New York City, and yeah. I really, really enjoy when I got back home to see it on the actual site. You know, in pretty big size, actually. So, <laughs> did Rob ever send we, we it could, to you? I'm sorry? Did Rob ever email it to you? Because he has a pretty bad habit of not sending things Well, online. he said he visits the website every day. Yeah, so I figured yeah, if yeah. I just, we'll send him a nice uh, email yeah. with it. Yeah, we could see the gray and the beard pretty close. The size was pretty uh, <laughs> pretty cool, pretty good. So, no, I totally enjoyed that, and I, I thought it, it was a nice attention. So, uh, yeah, yeah, keep up the good work. Great, thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much, Luke. Uh, we want to play a track off of Colored Sands right mm-hmm. now as we let you go. Uh, do you have a favorite track that you like us to play for our listeners? 
actually uh, actually we can play the title track Colored Sand because uh, it's one that uh, reflects pretty much you know the dynamic aspect and uh, you got the you know the grinding aspect and you got the uh, the intricate uh, the intricate intricate riffs in there and uh, no I'm, I'm really uh, I'm really really loving uh, this uh, this track in particular so yeah title track is good works for me Great. Luke, thank you so much thank for uh, uh, taking some time with us. I'm going to play this track right now. Thank Here you. Here is Gorguts with Colored Sands.
This is Chuck Blandington. I fucked your girlfriend last night. While you snored and drooled, I fucked your love. She called me daddy. And I called her baby as I smacked her ass. And then I used your computer to stream the Metal Injection livecast at metalinjection.net slash livecast.
This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. While you're listening to this music break, Darren downloaded 47.5 gigabytes of meat holes and gag factor. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast. Reminding you, Auschwitz, the meaning of pain. 
the way that I want you to die. Slow death. Immense decay. Showers that cleanse you of your life. But your pain is over. Because we now return to the Metal Injection live cast. Here's the show. Thank you, Chuck Blandington. It's Rob. Welcome to hour number two. Quickly recapping our music break. We kicked it off with Gorguts, the title track of their awesome new album, Colored Sands. The track was Colored Sands. Then we had the Safety Fire, a Noah pick. Uh, the Safety Fire's track, Yellowism, off of their new album, Mouth of S-Words. I believe it's pronounced Yellow Jism, <laughs> Rob. Yellowism. <laughs> And we wrapped it up with some Queller Tech from their first album, Blood Torst, I think is how you pronounce that. Here we are back on the live cast. Right before we got on the phone with Luke, Darren told us about having a great time in Prospect Park when his lady fellated him. This is a great time now, a euphemism for a blowy. Yes, I had a let great me, time. Let, you, you had a great You've blowing. umpired softball games at Prospect Park before, right? Yes. So now you and Rob can both say that you've ejaculated where you've worked. <laughs> Very nice. Very I was nice. actually nowhere near the softball field, but if you want to, Still, uh, actually, you should have done. You should have. That's what you should have done. Like right on the open, though. I well, you should have let her, you know, like like all the foreplay, and then when you were close, run over. No, ah, no okay. what you should have done Finish was over. at each base, do that base. Oh, okay, like go to first base yeah. and kiss her, yeah. and go to second base and feel her titties yeah. up. Yeah, maybe next time. And then every time you ump a game there, you can remember, and everybody will be like, why is the ump, why does he have a boner Giggling. right now? What's up? <laughs> I can't pay attention to the game. I'm yeah. jerking off, I don't play. <laughs> That's a good segue, though, because the other story I had to tell was related to umpiring. And I had kind of a, a Larry David moment, because... Uh, what we do usually, I'll do one of us does the field with two two man umpiring crew, and then we do double headers. So we'll switch. So then I go behind the plate. So I go behind the plate. I'm putting on all my stuff, whatever. And the guy goes, he's Puerto Rican, big fat Puerto Rican guy, and he's like, "Oh man, I hope you don't mind, man. Uh, I gotta run off. Uh, I, I hope you could do the game really quick because I gotta take a mad shit." Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and no. I was like, "Well." I even pretty you know good pitches umpire and all that. Why I call can't he just strikes. go and take the shit and then start the game? Well, that's what I told him. I said I have toilet paper in my bag, and why don't you just take the toilet paper? And he's like, you carry toilet paper with you? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I could just for that. Like I've been umping like ten years or so, and I, I've had to use it three times, but it's good to be prepared, you know, in case there's no porta potties around or anything. Oh man, thank you so much, man. He runs off, goes in the bushes. <laughs> I set up for the game, whatever. He comes back in like 10 minutes, and he's like, oh, you're a lifesaver, buddy. Thank you so much. And here's where I, because this is early in the morning, he comes at me with his hand down. Oh, no, 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 no. And no, I'm not thinking no. about it, and I shook his hand. No. And immediately I said, no. And then I can't, I can't obviously freak out because yeah. I realized later what I should have done is like, dude, you just took a shit. Like it's, yeah. it's I cool. don't think he'd be offended yeah, no. if I said that, but I didn't think of that. Mm -hmm. So I shook his hand and then I'm like, I have to kind of play it off and not run to oh. my bag. <laughs> oh. But I actually waited like a minute or two and then I went and got my hand sanitizer and I used the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I used it on my hands and I poured it on my, <sighs> my umpire mask. I poured it on my clicker. Oh, no. I, anything that was near me, I just... 
put the ho- I, I used can, a whole big bottle of hand sanitizer. I can just imagine Darren like in the middle of a big field, <laughs> starting to hyperventilate, <laughs> like running to his bag and like quickly just like, <laughs> rummaging through it and, and squeezing a bunch of gel oh. in his hand and like rubbing his hands frantically. I don't ever like really hyperventilate. It just gives me like an uncomfortable feeling in my brain when I feel like. There might be fecal matter on something or whatever, which I don't think it's is OCD. It's a little duty. Well, he didn't have like shit clumps on his hand or anything. I mean, he or no more than usual. Did you check under his fingernails? I didn't look that closely. No, but the other thing is, he tried to give me the fucking toilet paper back. Oh, I was like, was "Are nice you fucking him. serious? Like, it's yours. Keep it. It's ninety nine well, cents." He didn't poop on the toilet. I don't. Paper. But he touched it with his hands. So you just peel off the first layer and you're good. No, <laughs> no. But clearly, the hand he touched it. it with isn't also the hand that he wiped with. How do you he know? Held the roll with one hand. Wait, and then so he pulled but it he off handed with. it to me with his right hand. Oh. How well, do you use? <laughs> how do you use toilet paper in, in regular public? Well, you you don't touch the whole roll. It's sitting on the thing, and you pull a piece off. So the only part you're ever touching is the part you're using. But if you're holding the roll in your hand and you're going and squatting in the woods, but whoever puts the roll on the Toilet paper holder touches the roll. Right, but they don't touch it right after they shat themselves into the bowl. Right? And they don't touch it after wiping. You never know. Right, you never know. But I mean, in this case, you do know for yeah. sure. That's true. <laughs> what he did. I mean, he's, you know, he's in the woods. He's Wait, taking... so when you gave him the toilet paper roll, was he like, man, Darren, you are the greatest guy. Like, he, it was like another token of it was, kindness. It was something like that. Yeah, he was very, very grateful. So he didn't even realize that you were giving it back because you didn't want to touch it because it was dirty with his feet. I never gave it back. He never. I just didn't accept it. He just held it in his hand. I never touched it. Yeah. But uh, he, he just a big three hundred pound fucking. I get, the rest of the game. I couldn't like every time I would have to look <laughs> down at him. I just saw this big fat behemoth like squatting and taking a and shit and thinking uh, of you while he did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. what a great guy! Yeah. Man. Oh, I love that Darren. <laughs> I would have shot myself. (laughs) Very nice guy. I feel bad, you know, but I mean, you got to know. Don't you know, like right after you take a shit and there's no way to wash your hands, you're kind of stuck out there. Would you really offer your hand up? Like, isn't that rude? He was just so stoked that he had a way to relieve himself. He probably wasn't thinking about that. He just wanted to express his thanks. I guess. Uh, He probably went home that night and like told his friends about how great Darren is. Yeah, and I'm here on this, selling him out on the radio. Yeah. What a prick I am. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to tell that story because that's just... What would, I mean, is that an OCD thing or would you all be grossed out by that too? Yeah, I probably... I'd probably be I grossed know. out. I probably wouldn't want to shake their would hand. Would you have rejected his hand? I would I say it's it's fine. I don't have to shake my hand. Fist bump. Well. Yeah, yeah, no. Bump. There may uh, be some knuckled crap on Elbow there. bump? Yeah. Maybe an elbow bump. Chest bump? When, when you shook his hand, did the hand Sand feel like... Paper. <laughs> I felt a little, <laughs> little duty-ish. Ew. Was it hot? <laughs> Joe Franklin wants to know if I bring my own toilet paper when I go to eat at Tad's Steakhouse. <laughs> well, I would never eat there <laughs> for that reason. Uh, also because I'm probably banned. If you don't know, if you haven't been listening that long, uh, once I went into Tad's Steakhouse to use the bathroom and exploded it and missed the bowl... <laughs> Honestly, dude, I think that's like 75% of the people that use the bathroom with Tad's. That <laughs> have, the food well, itself will do that to you. But I, I didn't make it to the bowl. That's the problem. Yeah. I shat all over yeah. the floor. and the, the food itself will do that to you. <laughs> you people go right from... The, see, I had been having to shit 
before, and I just went into. Yeah, but I, I'm to, t- uh, you probably shit on top of somebody else's shit. <laughs> probably that so guy, the Puerto Rican guy, was right yeah. next to me in the stall. <laughs> what the hell? You making a mess, man? Uh, yeah. Very plausible. <laughs> Good that times. Was, that was bad. That was a bad experience. <laughs> Ooh, any also, other? Yes, I got a. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You no, no, no. I was going to ask you if there was anything else. I have a bunch of new drops. Oh, yeah. From Spanky, if you want to hear this. Absolutely. Spanky, our Australian uh, listener. Is he listen? I don't he's, he's in the a- chat right now. So uh, I don't know if the, my levels are good. If, tell me if you can hear this one. You're louder than the friggin' Asian BBW porn. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stop screaming. I'm trying to jerk off in here. All right. <laughs> My tentacles are everywhere. Your tentacles, yeah. not testicles. Oh, no, that too, though. Here are some Raba ones. Sid, why did you have to out my ES penis? So I can't really hear that one. <laughs> why did you have to out my ES penis? I don't even know oh. what that means. Like my e- that I have ESP ness. Yeah. Okay. ESP ness. You were trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Okay. And it just <laughs> sounds yeah. like penis. So yeah. Sid, why did you have to out my ES penis? I get it. That's a good one. <laughs> Nothing comes on my head. <laughs> I beg to differ. Um, no blankets, only spooning. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking into something here, but it's very sticky. <laughs> I love light balls. Light balls? Yeah. Usually what I do when I go to get acupuncture, I ask her to put it in my ass. <laughs> I think you that needs to be shortened down. Yeah, get just the acupuncture I ask her to put it in my ass. Because the uh, rest of them are without context. I don't know why that one needs <laughs> to have the context included. All right, here's a real good one. Sid, you're going to like this. Uh-oh. Sid, I need you. <laughs> oh. I think she was <laughs> saying she Jew. Jew. Yeah. yeah, she needs Jew. There you go. I'm way more sassy. <laughs> <laughs> this is one is me. This is the last one. Rob sucks cock. <laughs> oh damn! Wow, Jared. I, I don't remember saying that at all. Well, you did. All right, you don't really suck cock. Okay, you happy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I didn't, whatever. Well, fine. I don't know what to say now. <laughs> uh, all right, that's for the. That's it for the drops. Very good job. Yeah, a great um, job on the drops. Yeah. I appreciate those because you saved me work. Thank you very much. Thank you, the hippo. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. That is the phone number mm-hmm. that you can dial. Yes, sir. To call us to be on the show. <clears throat> uh, what else? What else is happening this week? What else? No, anything? Any life changing events happen to you? Uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Sid, tell us about what? your rat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I've been taking the subway to the studio the last, like, month or so. And the first time, the first trip, I, uh, when we got to Prince Street on the R train, I was in the last car, and there was a dead rat. The doors opened, and there was a dead rat, like, right there by the door. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it, you know, had just died. Like, it was a freshly dead rat. So, <laughs> like, being, being that this is the New York subway, nobody cleans anything. So every week... The dead rat is still there, and it's just less and less of it. So I'm like, week by week, seeing like the de- decomposition of a New York subway rat. And today, finally, it was just the skeleton. So wow. Pretty soon, it won't be there at all. Damn. But Sunrise, sunset. 
usually, I mean, were there any maggots on it? Not that I saw. It was just a skeleton. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. Last week, it was like like the dust of the fur hmm. still on top. Ugh. This week, all of that's gone. I'm always worried about rats, like, running across my feet on the train. One time, I almost stepped on one on Lower East Side. Oh. With me, I, I've encountered more giant water bugs than rats. Oh, those are the worst. Like, the last Met game I went to on the ride back on the 7 train, there was a massive one, like, on the top of, like, the ceiling of the train. It was just, like, and just crawling all over the place, and people were, like, freaking out. (laughs) And I've never screamed in public before, but there was, like, this... No, 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 not even even out of fear. (laughs) It was, like, on the other side of the train from me, but there was, like, this Mexican dude sitting there, and it was, like, over him. And uh, he, like, was touching at it, trying to knock it down, and I was like, no, what are you doing? (laughs) And then I was like, whoa, did I... Re-? Like, I didn't even, like... It was without thinking. I screamed at this guy. <laughs> then I stopped. I was like, whoa. I, that Was that me? It was me. I screamed at this you random You had an out-of-body experience Yeah, don't right touch there. that roach. Because, <laughs> like, once it's on the floor, it could get to all of us. On the ceiling, at least we could sort of see it. It's... Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking disturbing. It was massive. But that dude didn't give a fuck. He was like, I'll touch that fucking water bug. All right. Brave man. It's just a bug. It's you, gross. you have you so have roasty. You'll be afraid of the smallest bug or fly. I remember. No we flies. Were I'm not afraid of. I'll <laughs> kill a fly. The like the big roaches and stuff are just. Ugh. You're still bigger than them. It's, I don't like them no. either, Sid. Yeah, they're gross. Thumbs down. <clears throat> rats are really sort of furry, and people have pet rats. I think rats are cute. It's just the fact that they're. Ugh. I think they're cute, but the fact that you see them in the train, they're dirty. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to be near them, but in, like, just a oh. domesticated, clean rat is a very adorable animal to it's me. It's like those, like, homeless squatter punks you see. Like, if you clean them up, they'd be attractive <laughs> people. Well. Get the face tattoos off of them. <laughs> but they've had a hard life. By choice, but still. Yeah. <laughs> the rats don't have a choice. Like those fucking uh, trash kids that come in from Connecticut that are all yeah. trust fund babies, yeah. and they come in on Friday night to New York, and they just sit on, in the village and pretend to be homeless, mm-hmm. and then collect money and just leave. It's like that guy from MTV, Jesse Camp, back Is, in the Did day. he do that, yeah, too? pretty much. Right. Was he a rich dude? Uh-huh. Yeah, something like that. Just all... They, you see them all the time. They just sit there with their dogs and shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I feel I bad for the dog. I always feel so bad for the dog. Well, 90% of the time, the dog is living a better life than we are. They live in the fucking mansions up uh, upstate in Connecticut or whatever. Yeah. And the kids just bring their fucking dogs down just to act like as if they're homeless people. That pisses me off so much. Yeah. And in, they're giving real homeless people a bad name. Yeah. The red. Schizophrenic. Phonies. <laughs> there are these junkies that hang, out, that hang out on Bedford Avenue and um, they always lay their cardboard boxes and one of them was the one that talked to me about the Sepultura t-shirt. <laughs> so they always lay their, their cardboard, cardboard on Bedford Avenue and um, this one guy constantly sleeps in front of the nail salon that I go to so every morning the Asian women have to come and they like kick him uh, and they're like, wake up, wake up. Oh God. <laughs> And they open the salon. They shoe him. At least they're like sort of accepting of it. Like, all right, Steve, you got to move now. Store's open. (laughs) No, but they don't say it like that. They're a lot more annoyed. You probably just hear it that way because you hate Asian people. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably very pleasant to him and they make him dim sum. Oh. Is he his nails? Are you petty? Is that all? You just need to go hang out outside of a nail salon to get some authentic dim sum? Yeah. Mm. Go into the back. 
<laughs> or be homeless. <laughs> All right, we have another caller. 562, you're on the Metal Injection live cast. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, everybody. This is uh, Mario from California. Hey, Mario from California. Uh, your voice sounds familiar. Have you called before? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I called a few times. Uh, the most recent one being the OK Cupid guy. Oh, yes. Uh, any, any, any new luck with the OK Cupid? Um, yeah, sort of. I mean, I talked to some other girls, but just haven't really been checking it recently. Oh, so, so why are you calling us now? Um, just <laughs> kind of felt like calling in, seeing what's going on. Have you been listening to the show? But just now I haven't. I just woke up. You just woke up, and your like, first uh, thought was like, you know what? I want to check in on my friends. So Rob. basically, Wait, you, you just want us to like tell you what went on in the first hour of the show? Like, instead of having to go uh, back and listen to it, you just want us to like give you the rundown? Because like, the whole show well, is us talking about to. what's going on with us, so him calling up and saying, I just wanted to see what was up. That, that's so Darren cool. got a blowjob from his girlfriend. In a park. In Prospect Park. Yeah. Luke from Gorguts called in. He was a great guy. He's into woodworking. And he used to make poutine for a living. And then uh, you called in. I also uh, shook hands with a man who had just wiped his own ass. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Darren had duty on the hand. The well, let's duty not go on the that hand. far. Duty, duty on the hand. There may have been duty uh, remnants of, like, in, in Remnants on the hand. Remnants, remnants on the hand. There were no clumps of duty, though. All right, so you're all caught up. What's that? Did he smoke a cigarette after? Why would he smoke a cigarette after? Because he enjoyed it? Oh, after the blowjob. Yeah. Oh. No, I don't oh. smoke cigarettes, though. He also he could have smoked it dirt. Oh. He was just standing there. <laughs> it's quite well, a good, okay, so, blowjob, though. Okay, so the blowy is over. Yeah. Then then you, you, you fingered your lady? Well, first I she gave me a wet nap. Oh, because we were on the train. Oh, look, you're giving so people thoughtful. toilet paper. She's no, 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 no. no. I'm sorry. I, I, team. I may have, I may have been misleading. I mean, because I wanted to uh, stimulate her uh, with my with my fingers. Uh-huh. So I didn't want to touch her with the subway mm. junk on yeah, my yeah. fingers. Right. Because we had just come off the subway. Of course. So uh, she gave me a wet nap, and it was a brief uh, break, and then uh, I brought her to was, orgasm. Was there any conversation during the break? <laughs> or was it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was. What was the conversation? Like, uh, logistics, blowjob logistics. Like, uh, did you like this and whatever? You know, wasn't that fun? Likes and dislikes? Yeah. We talk a lot. Like, everything is just talking. And yeah, yeah. So that's how, uh, you have a good, uh, how are you life. positioned when, uh, when, you began, when you began fingering her? Uh, she was against the tree, and I was standing and reaching down and going up, and it was really hurting my hand. So I <laughs> your said, wrist she, position. You're a minor. Yeah, it was because I'm way taller than her, so right. I had to, like reach down and then up. So I said, just lay down in the grass. Why didn't you I'll... just take a knee? I don't know. It didn't. It was much better with her laying down, and then just going in laterally. <laughs> <laughs> Watching like you do the motion exam. just makes me feel like a like a twelve year old like giggling. Yeah. <laughs> well, you want to really explain it? Yeah, I know. I, I, it's my own immaturity coming through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we have another caller, I think, or maybe he hung up. Oh no, this is no, still Mario. Still Mario. Oh, we had another caller. Blowjob Logistics is that Darren's new podcast? Yeah. <laughs> 
That's his UPS commercial. And then, so then you br- you bring her to orgasm. Yes. And then she pulls her pants up and you guys just head home? Or like, what happened? Well, you make it sound very unromantic. <laughs> right. No, I you don't kiss. Mean- you no, kiss she wiped after. the dirt from her back first. <laughs> I'm laying on the park floor. Yeah. More, more or less, yes. We just left the park and So, um, Darren, now that you've done it out in public, do you think uh, this is going to be an ongoing thing? I hope so. It was a lot oh. of fun. Oh. We both uh. enjoyed it very much. Mm. Although I am a little paranoid, so... There has to be like a mix of uh, adventurousness plus, you know, there has to be my assurance that we're not going to get caught and that there's no duty around or anything like that. Wait. Also, spontaneity, I think, has a big part of it because if yeah. you planned can't, it, can't it really plan it out. We yeah. planned it. We moderately planned it. In other words, well, it like, came up that in the day. Moment, but, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like you can't be like, all right, this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Let's no. go to the park. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> so what was it about being outside? that turned you on um i don't know i think uh, because she was so turned on because i think she really wanted to do like to me uh, the blow just it didn't add anything to the blowjob just a fantastic blowjob Mm -hmm. but the fact that we were outside didn't really add anything i just love being with her you know okay because some people enjoy the thrill of you know we might get caught someone might see us you know that doesn't that i'm not into that but she but the fact that she was so turned on by it makes me turned on because i love when she's enjoying something you know yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great talk, Darren. Great talk. <laughs> We're learning about um, Darren's personal sex life. The sex they, life tonight. They want you to list random places to see if I would have sex there. Spanky the Hippo asked Russian bathhouse. Oh, I, this is, someone also, Joe Franklin, said that mentioned the don't touch my penis guy. Which I meant to pull that drop and I didn't mm-hmm. fucking do it. I'm well, sorry, guys. To the whole thing. It's great beginning to end. <laughs> Don't touch my penis. <laughs> Unhand me, Sam. Succulent Chinese I'm eating meal. a succulent Chinese meal. <laughs> this is democracy manifest. <laughs> I found it. I got it. <laughs> Could you just assured me that I could speak? Sit down inside the car. We're not assuring anything. I'll answer those questions where I'd have sex in a second. I want to hear this. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. (laughs) Have a look at the headlock. Whoa, whoa. This is great. Leave that. It's great with sound. Someone should put this to the Harlem Shake. What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, I see that you know your judo well. He's so calm. I admire this guy. My limp penis. Now, get your hands off me. Ah, you. When he does that, he sounds like a fucking Three Stooges. I order. Why you? For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal, a succulent Chinese (laughs) meal, is democracy manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! (laughs) That's the first time he freaks out. Russian bathhouse. No, absolutely not. Would I have sex in a Russian bathhouse? Indian bathhouse? No, no bathhouse. Indian restaurants don't take baths, Rob. Like moments moments after. 
Ted Steakhouse uh, bathroom. Fuck Sid. no. <laughs> they take showers. They were shower people. My girlfriend's never just, talking to you again. Or what about what, okay. a lake? Indian restaurant. You're you're in a private room. You just got your lamb korma. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would dip my penis in the lamb oh, korma and then have hot. sex. Oh, oh. singe the skin of your penis. How oh. about the leftover no, korma no, after we eat the bulk of it? Who's used his penis as a spoon? <laughs> oh, I, feed it to I, her, thought, I thought it would be more like a dipping stick. It's not big enough to feed it to myself, so I'm just letting you know. You like catapult uh, it if you're hard enough. Put uh, a little piece of Kegels. lamb on the tip and <laughs> Kegels, Darren. Kegels, isn't that a women's vagina exercise? Yeah, that isn't that's a butt exercise? Yeah. No, it's oh. vagina exercise. Oh, okay. No, it's your. Insides. No, no, you're wrong. It's your vagina. No, muscles. you can do it with a butt too. All right, but it's not penis yeah. exercises. No, 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 definitely not. Uh, here we go. Let's uh, let's read some more of these. What I have? Shop right, a shop right. No, uh, the great Pathmark. the great Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I would not have sex at the great Yankee Stadium. What about at City Field? Uh, yes, sure. Why what not? about the, mi- the middle schoolyard of PS197? <laughs> <laughs> the middle schoolyard. It's too open. Oh. I'd, be, uh, I'd be afraid. What about at one of your poker games? A, uh, no. Are those fucking old table? men around? No. no, no under, she's the under the table. They won't see it. She's Very under the table. <laughs> How is she getting there without them seeing it? Oh, she gets there early. <laughs> they do it at Darren's house. So wait. She's already underneath. Wait, hold on. She has to sit there for three hours and wait no. for... No, well, once you're done, she could just leave. Like, whatever. Uh, like, they could ask all the questions they want. They're not seeing anything. Would I have sex at the Grand Prospa Hall? Yes. Absolutely. Joint. I'm it's sure there is so a room nice. for it. Between subway cars. Uh, would I have... Oh, between subway cars? Yeah, I'd be scared to fall. Uh, the old Tower Records. Uh, it's gone. I can't have sex there. Yeah. But well, there's still something there. Yeah. Uh, at like that Bad MLB. Memories. Yeah, Bring memories. it to someone's apartment. Yeah, at that like it's MLB over. house or whatever that they have. I worked there. Like. I worked at the uh, Tower Records. There's too many. It would take me out of the mood. I probably wouldn't get The building you live, does it have like each floor have like a garbage incinerator room? Yes. Would you do it in one? It stinks to high heaven and it's tiny. I don't think I would fit in there okay. with another person. Right, what around the fire escape? Um, yeah, sure. I would like oh. to do that. Or on the roof. Noah's um, balcony? Uh, While she's sleeping in her bedroom? To be honest with you, it's very high. I'd be very scared to do well, anything. Well, you could be facing in. It's safe. I'd Wait. be scared to do anything out there of any kind of motion, let alone yeah. sex. Oh, so you're like afraid that you're what? getting a blowy in the balcony fall? Yeah, no, I don't care about someone seeing the me. The door is open. You're inside the door. She's outside the door kneeling. I wouldn't want to put her in that position. All right. Uh, would I go shopping at Pomegranate and then have sex there? <laughs> <laughs> no. Too many Jews around. Yeah, what about Yeshiva only- Rumbum? No, same answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cousin Brucey's studio. There's too many Altechacha memorabilia in there. I can't. Oh, yeah, you'll keep hitting your head on, on photos, <laughs> photos of him with somebody. <laughs> I'll put my fucking penis through a picture of Frankie Valley yeah, in the Four Seasons. Come on it. <laughs> Hasn't Rob jerked off in the Sirius Studios, have you? No, never. You too. There's, no, there's no internet in the studio. We don't want to. mean, not yet. And there is internet in the studio. Chapanash. Oh, not, not in the in the solo booth. Does, how phone. does Joe Frank do? We mentioned Chapanash online. I don't think so. How do you know that? What is that? I don't even know what that it's is. It's like right across from J Two Pizza. Oh my God. But Someone lives in the- <laughs> Joe Franklin is that that the, that kid that called in a few weeks Eric? ago from uh, yeah from Bensonhurst, the former oh, okay. fantasy football league winner. Chapanash, by the way, is a gr- I have to plug them. It's a great, <laughs> great fucking fast food yid restaurant. 
What kind, Fantastic. Of, what kind of food would you? They get have there? Chinese food and they have regular Is like chicken, succulent? hot dogs, you know, burgers, whatever, chicken wings. But I'll tell you one thing that sucks about them is I ordered once from there. I only used to go there and pick it up. I ordered from there the fucking Yiddish fucking six foot tall. With a, he looked like Louis C.K. with a yarmulke on. Ew. And he walks up to my door and he goes, uh, the bill is uh, whatever, twenty five fifty, and you owe $8 for car service. What? And I said, $8? For what? Why do, you, why do I owe $8? And the guy's like... You, we always take the car service. I'm like, I'm fucking two, blo- two blocks away or whatever the fuck. He's like, oh, you have to pay. You have to pay. So I was like, <gasps> fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. Take the food away. So you rejected it? Yes. Scumbag. And did he just leave yeah. or did he like put up a fight? Yeah. Uh, he put up a fight, but he eventually, what am I going to do? I'm not mm. refusing to slam the door in his fucking ridiculous. Face. And they don't tell you this in advance? Oh. Wow. What? What a shiesty move, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, scumbags. Car service. Yeah. $8. Get out of here. They probably have a fucking deal with the car yeah. service he, that gives them or a he, cut, you know? Or he thought you weren't going to tip him, yeah. or he wanted to pull one on you, and he was just their delivery guy and told ha- you he drives car has service. Has a car service guy ever given you shit for giving them a shitty tip? Or not like a shitty car tip? Car service? I never tip car service. Oh really? I tip cabs. I don't tip car really? service because what? those guys get paid a a wage. They don't get live off tips. No, they, they do. No, they don't. I'm telling you, I know this for a fact. They get like a fucking fifteen or twenty dollars an hour. Really? And they get and and they jack up the price on their own. The base will tell them a price, and then they'll put like three or four dollars on top of it. Oh, so well, you're I, already I, fucking tipping them. Well, I always ask the the dispatcher what the cost is. I never ask the driver. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll always know, but yeah. Uh, Do like, they get mad at you when you leave without tipping? Have you ever? I don't give a fuck if they get mad. They? They've said shit, yeah. yeah. Most of them don't. They say goodbye, sir, or whatever. Yeah. Most of them don't get mad yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have this, like I had a, a Russian car service. And, Is there any other kind? Well, right. And uh, so the, the, the ride was uh, like eight bucks, and it was like a, a 10-minute ride. It was really quick, and I had a 20, and I was like, can I get 10 back? And he's like, how about I give you 8 back? What? I was really? like, uh, how about you give me 11 back? Yeah, really. <laughs> Every time you fuck up, you're going to uh, yeah. deduct a dollar. <laughs> the nerve. It's like Mr. Soko today. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was just Mr. telling Jake oh, about that delivery guy. I missed that guy. The worst. Do the you worst. really? No, I missed the stories. They were funny. Do you want me to tell this? The guy used to... Uh, well, yeah, so we had a... a at the infancy of the show yeah the first the, studio we did the show there, there would be this sushi place that we'd order from and they had a very aggressive overly enthusiastic delivery guy <laughs> like when we would come in the winter he would go oh so cold today yeah, so very Isn't cold it very cold <laughs> I mean like it's so cold I brought you this fucking food yeah, in the yeah, yeah. like and then he like stands there and counts his tip in front of you and if you don't give him what he likes oh God, that's it yeah yeah you give me more, so cold. Yeah, and I'd be like, yeah, all right, give me 15 back. Oh, 13? No, 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 keep going, 15. Give me all the money, and then I'll give you a tip. Yeah. That's why I like to have yeah. singles on Fucking me. Because yeah. I don't like when you have to say, oh, give me X amount back. I yeah. don't like that either. That's why me and Sid would, would basically not order unless we had sufficient. Yeah. That's yeah. why like Seamless and Delivery.com are so great, because now you can forego that whole thing you yeah. paid up to begin with. And what do you do? But you still have to tip when they bring oh, it. No, you add the tip into the credit yeah. card charge. Oh, okay. 
That's great. Yeah. And you could be so stoned and just answer the door and Give get me your this food. Thing. I don't like that because I've never used Seamless. That's a disclaimer. But whenever I order something online and I've put the tip on, mm-hmm. uh, I find even in, in a restaurant, I find that when you put the tip on, they sometimes cheat you. Like they'll put a different amount of tip. And then when the credit card thing comes, you don't notice it. I've had that happen but a lot. But with Seamless, the oh. website charges you, not the restaurant. So what but, you put in, that's it. All right, that's good. Then. The restaurant I, but, has no in- input into it. But when I go to a restaurant, I pay the bill and I leave money yeah. as a tip. All right, yeah. now I have, I've actually slacked off on that, but that used to be my principal thing. Because I don't trust these motherfuckers. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I read a thing on Reddit, too, that was a scam where... Uh, this woman left a tip of like $110,000 and the waiter was like, oh my God, I'm rich, I'm rich. And then the first of all, the restaurant won't let you do that. Like they don't, even if you want to leave that tip, you can't uh, on a credit card because like it's, too, it's, you know, it's hassle with the bank or whatever. Yeah. But it turns out that that's a scam. Like they'll say that and then they'll, when, it, when the charge comes in from the bank, they'll go, they'll call the bank and like, oh, I think I made a huge mistake. And then they... They reject it, and then you don't have to pay for the meal at all. Like, it's the charge completely never goes through. Wow. Oh. It's a whole lot of effort to get a free meal. Dude. I know, but. You got to do it at an expensive restaurant. Yeah, or yeah. Go yeah. to the one that, that <laughs> you took uh, Jennifer to. Oh, my God. Which one? Gordon Ramsay or yeah, the, the Gordon Chicago Ramsay. Chop yeah, House? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so nice. Oh, I'm just thinking. That's where you run that scam. I mean, I don't know about this scam. <laughs> I think they'll come after you. Oh, I, would never, I would never do that. I'm an honest American Jew. citizen. Yid. Cheap Jew Russia. <laughs> <laughs> but tipping is a whole thing here. That's like an American thing because they don't tip in other countries. Yeah, that's just not. They pay the people a wage, and that's it. You know, people don't have the concept. Or, or it's just like it's baked into the price of the, the sure mm. that's whatever you're ordering. Yeah, mm. big but money. I like the idea of of tipping someone for a good job, but I don't think the fact that they depend on it for life like I don't think yeah. it makes me reluctant to deduct money even when they suck you know I feel yeah. like they should still get paid for what they're doing even if they're yeah. horrible so I don't like having that pressure on me I'd rather they get paid their own wage and then if I want to fucking tip them zero I can you know well you right. can I can but it'd be a prick yeah they might chase you out of the restaurant yeah I'm, I'm, at that point I'm going from like a, a simple third party who's grading them into I'm denying them their yeah. living wage yeah. to feed their kids, you know? Yeah. So I don't want to do that. Even when they hit on your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my God. That's every fucking restaurant. <laughs> hey, guys. Why, why is everyone looking at me now? Uh, your first mic. We've all been talking for half an hour. Yeah. Now it's your turn. Okay. You've been very quiet this entire episode. First mic. I wanted to play this new Five Finger Death Punch song. Oh, why? Let's not talk to Rod. Why you asked for this. I know. I instantly regret it. I hide. Oh, Death Punch sound. Once upon a time, I swore I had a heart. Can I ask you why are you subjecting us to this? For some reason? What did we do to you, Rob? <laughs> Because I knew you guys would really like it. It's not funny. <laughs> How is this different from Nickelback? Yikes. Yeah, I don't know. Or Creed. It's going to sell a billion copies. Is it? I think so. <laughs> going to be the first uh, thousand platinum uh, band? Yeah. Beyond Diamond. 
Did you see there was a uh, a shooting in Times Square by the cops? Where they missed the person they were shooting at? They were trying to shoot they at hit- an unarmed man yeah. and instead hit two female <laughs> passersby. Yeah. They tried to fuck up and yeah. fucked up the Even fucking more, up. Yeah. The guy actually, he was an insane man and he tried pulling out his, he pulled out his Metro card and was pretending to shoot the cops with his Metro card and they fucking thought he was a co- uh, like with a gun shooting at the cops and they shot at him and missed and hit two women. Oh my oh. god. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, such a joke. I mean, you know. We have on. a caller. Maybe it's one of the cops. Or maybe it's the crazy guy with the Metro card. 661. You're on the air with the Metal Injection <laughs> Livecast. What's your name and who, where are you from? 661. Hello. Yes. That's me. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Spanky. Hello. Hello, Spanky. How are you? Thanks for all the drops. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no problem. I have, a, I have a question. Okay. And it's regarding shitting. All right. Shitting or shooting? Sh- shitting. Shitting. Oh, we're good at that. All the way from Australia. Yeah. Um, in public restrooms, yeah. do you employ the dry, wet, dry method? I do if it's feasible. Sometimes it's not. In other words, like, if the sink is really far away from the toilet, then there's just no way to do it. So I just wipe thoroughly with the paper. Like, sometimes you'll be at all the way in the back stall, and it's the only clean one, and it's like a two-minute walk to the, where the sinks are. What do you need the sinks for? To dry. What, you dip it in the fucking toilet water? To wet, it's disgusting. For the wet. For the wet. To wet your oh. toilet paper? Well, he why says, don't you just carry, like, one of those travel packs of butt wipes? I, I'm a man. I don't have a purse. Like, it's just weird. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I do carry those in my umpire bag, but, like, if I'm just going somewhere, I can't, I, I can't do that. But how can you use wet toilet paper? What do like, you mean? wet to, to wipe your butt? Doesn't I it always, rip? Yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel, fun. I don't feel it. It just, you get, like. You have to use a paper towel. Yeah, you get, like, like uh, a tissue dingleberries in, in <laughs> no, your I just yeah. No, I just fold four of them over, I lightly wet it, and then I scoop out. That has never worked for me. Yeah. You have to, yeah. there's a method to it. You can't just, you know, you wad it up, then it's never going to work. Obviously not. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> 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 Any other shit questions? Ah, uh, no, that's about it. All right. Good. Yeah, because um, if I go dry, 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 I don't want to be left with a spicy asshole. <laughs> mm. Well, I don't either. How rough are yeah. the people? So that's why I only um go dry, wet, dry if there's no one in the bathroom, and that way I can have my pants around my ankles and. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to waddle out off. with your schlong. Right. Well, yeah, no. Sometimes you just got to go dry. Yeah, yeah. But no, but if it's like like he said, if it's a single-use yeah. person bathroom, you can mm. get up, go to the sink, oh. wet the thing. What if it's so only hard. you and a koala in the bathroom? Well, you'd use the koala is what you're saying? <laughs> no, but he said he'd only do it if there's no one else in the bathroom. What if it's no? there's no people in the bathroom, but there's a koala hanging that out? That koala's getting some shit on it. <laughs> Yeah, I'd use a koala. They smell like eucalyptus. <laughs> it's very hypoallergenic for your butt. Oh, shitty koalas. <laughs> they look, do like look those, absorbent, It's though. like those dirty subway rats. <laughs> They're very cute until you start wiping shit all over them. Well, uh, to be all fair now, you could use the koala for the wet. 
In other words, you get the main bunch of oh. shit out. It's only if make it, the koala walk to the only sink. Only the koala is really attracted to you. <laughs> hey, the koala, hey, nice and wet. Hey, koala, can you wet this tissue paper for me, please? Imagine you, dry wet. Imagine you train a koala, and that's all he does is get shit on his fur for you <laughs> in a public restaurant, or just rolls your tissue papers for you. And no, that. it's funnier if he's on his, getting on it on his fur. Koala pussy. Get the koala, koala wet. Is there such a thing as a koala pussy? <laughs> I don't, I'm sure do they're mammals. Have babies or get they lay eggs? Pregnant? No. What? It, no, the egg pregnant. would still come out of its vagina. <laughs> but would it would it be a clinical vagina? Yes. Okay. As opposed to <laughs> they're actually they're actually marsupials. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They are. Still have pussies though, yeah. right? Rob, Google koala pussy. Come on, do it. I actually don't want to know. There's a guy at um, one of my poker games. Oh, no. Like, I don't know if he, I I assume he's joking around, but I'm not 100% sure. Oh, no. He always talks about his dog and how he rubs and licks his dog's cunt. Constant, like that's. What? I'm sure he's kidding, but I'm not 100% sure. Give me, like, sure. Give me an example. Kid, uh, he'll, he'll just be playing cards. He'll be like, oh, man, I was home yesterday rubbing my dog's clit. She loves he's it. He's just trying to distract your game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do dogs have clits? She's like, he's like, oh, it's not totally not sexual. It's just, you know, I put my tongue down there. You know, I diddle my... Diddle what? Her diddle just her just like not she, sexual. she raises her legs in the is air. This, it's so cute. Yeah. Is it just like <laughs> mind games against his opponents? It's not that to... serious. I think he's just trying to be funny more so than anything poker-related. Or, or he's or really sick. Yeah. He really does think about this, and maybe he's just like testing the waters, saying like, "Well, what if I tell people?" <laughs> and no, it's not the Durinsky guy. That guy hasn't played in a long time, and he uh, wouldn't be playing with dog vagina anyway. <laughs> yeah, I like the real. No, I don't like the real thing either. Give me some cack. Yeah. <laughs> he wants the red rocket. Come here, Durinsky. You don't have a vagina, do you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> He heard that park story. He's going to be hanging out in Prospect Park. All the time. <laughs> yeah. just in case. Hey, it's dark out here. You'll never know. <laughs> you ever had a gum job? I'll take, uh. my, I'll take my dentures out right now. <laughs> you won't know a thing. <laughs> Nothing like the smell of open leaves and Bengay. Between hearing the fact that you got blown in Prospect Park and then sometimes you take dumps there, <laughs> like, I'm moving to Prospect Park. That's it. It's a nice place to lay down. Come here, Durinsky. I exfoliated for you. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, put stink. two in the stink and one in the stink for me. What are you, Durinsky? <laughs> that adds up to three in the stink. Durinsky, I'm a sub, but you know what? You got a great turd cutter. <laughs> I'd love to pound that thing. <laughs> turd cutter is the least <laughs> sexual way to describe fart box? it. No, it is. not fart box. Turd cutter is way worse. <laughs> fart, a fart is not as gross as a turd. Oh so no, yeah. I bet you pinch off some great loafs with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, darn. Oh, you really light my fire. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> Oh boy. My face hurts. Oh. Oh. 
Robbie hey, Derinsky, you have a come on yourself at work. <laughs> I heard that's going around. <laughs> yeah, give him Rob's Capsburger just said, Derinsky, I'm going to fuck you like a koala pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a marsupial. <laughs> All right. Well, Spanky, thank you for your call. Yes, you got us on a path down to hilarity. Have a good day. Uh, can I, uh... Oh, hold on. What? Uh, Danny, goodbye. Oh, I was about to do that anyway. There you go. Goodbye to the oh. people who hated on me. Goodbye to the people who loved me. Goodbye to the people who trusted me. Goodbye, 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 goodbye to Darinsky. <laughs> hey, Darinsky, I just took a shit. Come shake my hand. <laughs> My asshole's so wide This shit just plops right on out <laughs> I actually heard that story I don't know Maybe it was on Howard Stern or something That there was this uh, porn actress And she's at a, a party And she's wearing a cocktail dress or whatever And a fucking turd just plops right out of her Because her asshole has been so gaped yeah. That she has no control yeah. over her sphincter. It just comes I right think that out. that was Alicia Class. Is that right? I believe so. Former bride of Seymour Butts. <laughs> I didn't know that. What? This is back in the day. Wow. She was very attractive. Can you imagine that, though? Like, you, uh, she's dead? <laughs> Probably on the inside, at least. Oh, listen. You don't get AIDS by stepping on Por- a tin can. Porn stars and professional wrestlers. <laughs> Just it's safe to assume that they're probably dead. Yeah, if, was, if they were alive that long ago, yeah. probably. Yeah. So much Rob, Google it. Who? who Alicia Class. A l i s h a k l a s s. Let me tell him. You want to eat yeah. some mushrooms and have some gay sex? <laughs> what? <laughs> Looks like she's still alive. <sighs> so what's the latest? Does she have a Wikipedia page? Yeah. A little timeline of her activities. <laughs> she's eating mushrooms and having gay sex right now. Sounds like a date, Terensky. She went back to UCLA studying directing and screenwriting in 2001. (laughs) That was a long time ago. What what since? Nothing. 2002? She set the record for the world's biggest gangbang. In 2012, she was inducted into the AVN Hall of Fame. Sounded like she was trying to go a different direction with her life and then gave up on it. Yeah, well, she, had, there, she was in the best group sex scene oh. in Mission to Uranus in 2001. <laughs> they don't make porn with those names anymore. Yeah. Like, they used to have... It's lost its imagination. In, so. in 2000, she won the best all-girl sex scene for Tampa Tushy Fest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she that, did mostly gonzo movies where it's just lots Seymour of... Seymour Butts, I remember... I'm sorry, when, we used to, when I used to work in a DVD store, he was like... Obsessed with the word tushy. Like every movie had. Uh, in '99, she won best group sex scene for Tushy Heaven. <laughs> yep. Seymour Butts classic. I don't know. I've never seen a Seymour. I just know the titles. And then Behind the Sphinx Door. <laughs> oh, God. The anal craze. She had a tramp stamp that said property of Seymour Butts, but then they got divorced. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, then what do you do? I don't know. Was Rob? it. Uh, get it removed? Get a tattoo update on their, on their Wikipedia? Was it uh, amicable uh, breakup? Probably it? not. <laughs> her website is still active, and it's... Oh. she changed her name back from Alicia Butts. <laughs> whatever, how baby raunchy. baby shitter asks, uh, whatever happened to Butt Man? That guy was brilliant. Butt Man has HIV. Oh, John oh. Stagliano. 
Don't a lot of them have HIV now? Wasn't there like a whole thing in the There's porn like an industry? Outbreak, yeah. I remember reading. Yeah. There wasn't a lot. It was like four people or th- or two on record and then two like people. My porn watching is like a non-existence since I've been in a relationship. It's just like I haven't followed. But you any. still follow industry blogs, right? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just threw you. You helped me out with uh, all the latest news. <laughs> on your other blog, porn injection, <laughs> injection, injection. <laughs> that's the that's beef the injection, Terensky injection. That's <laughs> <laughs> a blog. <laughs> That'd be a good blog, but really, Fleshbot, Fleshbot that, that's, injection. That, that's the good porn blog. Just if anybody's curious, Just trying to help out the kids. Used to be owned kids. by Gawker. It's not anymore. No, they. Like the editor bought it from Gawker and it's independently run now. All right. Well, good for them. I appreciate their work. <laughs> Should have the editors on the show. I think they're New York based. Do it. But the blog's already free, so, like, what do we get out of it? Who cares? It's not like good. they're going to give us t shirts. Like, uh. Free porn, Dan maybe? Punk. maybe? Maybe he has, uh. Porn cops? So the internet is free porn. What is, like. No. If they, what am I thinking? Alicia, if they could get Alicia Class in here to do a Where Are They Now follow up, then that's something. Why? Because she's just, dead? Maybe. Somebody we need to find out. We don't have an update since 2002. That's right. She was just inducted in the Hall of Fame. No, so. But that might be posthumously. You're right. You don't know. They had her anal ashes scattered oh. in Vegas. <laughs> Ain, how do you have anal ashes? I don't they even... bury the rest of her and they just. her. Her sphincter and butt area was burned. A sphincter is like, can you burn a sphincter? Why not? I don't know. It seems like rubbery. I, like it wouldn't. People get when people get uh, cremated. Yeah, all their of sphincters are just still still there, attached to their bones. You put it through a sieve and you leave the sphincter separate. <laughs> filter it out. <laughs> like pasta. No, I'm hungry. Duh. Oh, for sphincter. Or pasta. Sphincter pasta, Pork perhaps? sphincter. Spaghetti sphincter. Yeah. What, what do you think goes in hot dogs? Come on. It's You've true. eaten sphincter. We all have. Yeah. yeah probably right. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that guy's so creepy. Yeah. Well, I wish you'd met, meet him because... Uh, he's like a real nice guy until he starts getting close <laughs> with the with the kissing. Gets all handsy. Yeah, hasn't gotten handsy. He hasn't touched me anyway. But a little too close with the his mouth with the greeting, the Sicilian kiss greeting, and a little tongue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do? Thank you. <laughs> Anything else going on? There, somebody started a petition to get Guar to play the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Oh, that's nice. That's a great well, idea. They already just, named Bruno Mars. Well, uh, for the following year, maybe. No. I'd rather see uh, Weird Al, to be honest. I think Weird Al, like, Guar would be a funny... But, I mean, like, Weird Al deserves it. Like, legitimately deserves Weird it. Weird Al would have deserved it in, like, the late 80s. If it didn't happen then, it's never going to happen. Why? I think he's more popular now than he was in the late 80s. Really? By far, yeah. Every album he has goes in the top 10 now. Does it really? Well, yeah. that's because his fans are the only age group that still buys albums. What do you mean? No, that's not true. He's got tons of... He's on Disney radio every time. He's more popular now than like when Eat It and stuff. Hell, like a hundred times When he was all over MTV. All those albums never went like gold until now. Like the people buy his back catalog. 
He's oh. super popular. Okay. Little kid, like he play gets played every time he puts an album out. They play it on Disney Radio. So like little kids love Weird Al. Wow. When I went to oh. see Weird Al with my girlfriend uh, last year uh, in October, I mean it was packed with parents bringing their kids along. And the kids were singing all the old songs along with But them. it was at Sesame Place. Nah, no, it wasn't. It was actually a Westbury Music Fair, mm. which is called something else now, but whatever. I forgot what it is. Hmm. Do you know? What's that arena called? No. Riot Fest. That's named after some bank or something. Whatever. Riot Fest. Where did you get that? That's a thing. It's a venue? No, it's a fest. Oh. Where they have riots? Makes sense. <laughs> you don't know about... Oh, God. Mr. Metal? Not like you work in the music industry. But Chromio didn't play there, that's why. Yeah. Chromio's coming back, oh, baby! Fuck's sake. <laughs> They're coming back! Shit, I'm sorry for starting this. Yeah. They got a new album called White Women coming out soon. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Why? Why? What kind of name of an album? They were like, let's name it after something we have no interest in. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I'm not too crazy about the name of the, the album. But why? Why? why uh, it sounds lame. Or they were like, let's name it after our audience, except for Rob. (laughs) (laughs) You got left out. Wow. You're in the lighter notes, though. At least they know you exist. It's like, it's white women in big letters and dot, 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 and very, very small print, and Rob. You want to eat some mushrooms and have some gay sex? With Chromio? (laughs) Or with white women. With white women listening to Chromio? What else do they listen to? See, Noah is the only white woman that doesn't like Chromio, so I feel like it was all white women that like Chromio, and then you two swapped places. Noah's like, I'd rather not listen to this. I want to actually listen to like metal and stuff. And Rob's like, yeah, I'm over metal. So you, he took your spot in liking Chromio. Yeah, like that movie with Ben Savage. Hold on, Noah. You don't like what? Chromio? You can't feel the no. funk? No. Oh. No. So original. Feel that funk. I've never heard any is music it, like this. Is this seventies on seven? This is so innovative. This is yeah, baby. Seventies on seven. Chromio on Sirius XM. It's like shitty disco music, yeah. but with the lead singer of uh, Gogo Bordello. <laughs> Start wearing purple, wearing purple. <laughs> You're right, it does. Let's dance, everyone. I can see the listener right now grooving. I like, yeah, and the Rob, listener, because there's only one that would groove to this. There's only one left after playing this. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, though? See, you're grooving in your seat. You're not standing up and grooving. So it's not that great. So this reminds me. <laughs> Oops. Yep. Good. Don't. We can edit that out later. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has the same voice. Oh, this is Joe Jackson. Yeah. Very underrated. <laughs> the poor man's Elvis Costello. Is he one of the Jackson Five? The, the Michael Jackson's dad was also named Joe Jackson. This is a white guy. Yeah, British. There comes the lyrics. The Chromio lyrics. He rubbed the groove into this too. It's the same well, this is a really good song. But it's the same fucking song over and over. Oh, no, it's Chromio more rocking. 
little more. It is more rocking. If they took this song and put a disco beat on it, I suppose. But that would ruin it. Yeah, play that fucking shit again, please. (laughs) There it is. Rob got so mad at me. I'm just joking, Rob. How am I mad at you? I am not mad at you. You shot me a look. I don't find this to be like an abomination like Sid does, but it's just like whatever. I just find it reprehensible when shitty white trust fund kids co-opt music that has nothing to do with them. Like Miley Cyrus. It like denigrates that music. Like the real people. It's a Jewish dude and a Muslim dude. They're not white. They're not technically white. Okay. So then you admit you're not technically white either, huh? Sure. Finally, we've got it on tape. <laughs> He's uh, half is not, not a white. white man. He's half not white. I will never <laughs> refer to you as white man again. Just dude. <laughs> yeah. Just dude, please. <laughs> he will never have uh, gay sex with you and eat mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that window is closed. But he'll have straight sex with me? How does that work? Oh, yeah. Your sister would be involved. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not with you in the equation, Sid. Well, so you're saying you're going to fuck your sister? Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, stay out of the room, Sid, will you? Gross. Sorry, I'll hold the camera. Oh, this is the re- uh, the remix. Can you put this up a little? <laughs> Let's hear that. Come on, put it up. Yeah. Chromio join us. Chromio really outdid themselves. I really like how they use the Jewish guy in this. I li- <laughs> Shlomo is the Jewish guy from Cr- Shlomio. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can see him behind the turntable. That was oh, the Shlomio. that was the original name of that album. Wet Women? Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Thanks a lot, Darren. You ruined Chromio for me. <laughs> Good. Hey, listen to some fucking metal. Metal injection host. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. We're Episode title is Shlomio. I agree, by the way. Okay, deal. All right, we're going to get out of here. Thank you for listening in. Thanks we'll be back. Thanks to Darren for sharing some great oh, stories this week. Thanks, Thanks to my to girlfriend, girlfriend for allowing me to talk about that. All that was missing was her calling in to give her a take <laughs> oh, on the proceedings. Well, I don't know. I can't guarantee that would happen, but I can ask her. But I doubt it. Next time she gives you a blowjob, have her call in. She doesn't like to be on the air. I would have brought her on a long time ago. All right. On that note, we're going. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Hopefully, we'll have a special guest sitting in. Uh, and Is it Shlomo? I, I was about to say I wish, and then I'm like, no, I don't no. wish. Oh yeah, I, mean, I don't want to be in the same room with. I Shlomo. wish he'd call in. I don't know yeah. about it. like I, we, we, peace. If he comes in here, he, he like he can't really get rid of him. He can hang up on him if he gets annoyed. Don't you remember what happened when he came to the metal injection show? He yeah, he wouldn't leave you. us alone. Yeah. Is that what you want? No. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he allegedly ratted out some people for smoking. I'm afraid if he was here, he'd like spaz out and fall off the balcony. And then it would be our responsibility. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
Or you do something inappropriate with Bruno. Like, it's a bad idea. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's it for us. We'll be back next week with another new edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. Bye-bye. Oh yeah!